0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to episode 10 of Just Jay the Podcast. Today, we have a really, really special show because, one, I'm recording on new equipment. Okay, I got a new microphone for Christmas. Santa was very good to me. And two, not only am I going to be uploading my audio that I usually do every Friday, but I have a special video content that I'm going to be dropping on YouTube as well on Friday. Um, A lot of you guys have been asking me, like, we don't just want to hear your voice. We want to see your pretty face as well. I know I'm beautiful. I know. So I decided, let me put a backdrop up. Let me make my studio work for what y'all want. And I'm going to try to do it. First and foremost, let me just say that my podcast studio is literally just like my basement. So putting up a backdrop, making sure the lighting is right. All that stuff is like really, really difficult, especially when it's your first time doing it. So if this video is not as beautiful as it should be or as beautiful as other podcasters. I'm sorry, but this is going to be a learning curve for me and it's going to be something that I hopefully can do every week for you guys. But for now, we're just going to keep it this episode and we're just going to see how it goes. But let's get into it. So we're on episode 10 of season two. Next season is going to be really cool. I have a lot of um, plans that I have in the works for that. I'm excited to branch out. I'm excited to do new things that I've never done before like this for example. I'm excited to you know build my following. 2022 is here. We are it's January 4th and it's time to put in into action everything that we said we wanted to do. So this episode I'm going to be talking about uh, I'm going to be talking about not necessarily just how I feel but the importance of You know, knowing how you feel and the importance of, how do I say, the importance of just knowing when you're having self-realizations and knowing the lesson you're supposed to learn from those self-realizations, basically. Self-realizations, I think, not going to lie, like my plan for 2022, I was going to leave all the negative shit that I felt in 2021 behind me. I was going to leave it all behind. I was going to new. I was going to have a new mindset, new energy. I was going to, you know, just not let the shit from 2021 bother me in the new year. Easier said than done. Who can just wake up on January 1st and completely not feel anything for what happened literally the day before on December 31st? It's not possible. It's easier said than done. So, the past couple of days like I just been waking up with less and less positive energy, and it's just weird to me because that wasn't what I thought was going to happen. I will say that I think I've been kind of waking up my boss bitch energy, really. Not not to say that it was gone, that I was sleeping on it for a minute. It it it's not as it wasn't thriving as much as it is right now. And I think that just goes to show that you have to handle everything that you feel, whether it be about, you know, work related, home related, life, love related, anything. You got to heal from everything that you feel. And the main point that I wanted to say or I think was the reason that I was feeling how I'm, I've been feeling is because my entire life I was labeled as the girl that was strong. I was labeled as the girl who, oh, she can get through anything. She's been through some crazy shit in her life. She could do anything. Yes, yeah, true. I have been through some crazy shit and I can get through anything. I've proven myself that time and time again. It will be shit that I'll be going through and it's like, damn, like, am I gonna get this, get through this? And I'd be laughing at myself, because girl, you know you're gonna get through it. You're just sad right now. I think my problem though, like I said, I've been doing a lot of self-realization, so I'm still working out the kinks, but I think my problem is that I've grown tired of being strong all the time. I've grown tired of always, because, you know, when people used to label me as strong, I kind of adopted that persona. I kind of adopted that mentality. Like, it was always like, okay, people think I'm strong. People think I can handle this. People think I can do anything. So that's what I have to do. I have to be strong. I have to handle everything. I have to, you know, keep my shit together. And I think that kind of fucks with you because when you're the strong person, the strong person always is the person that people can go to. But the strong person never really has people that they can go to, you know what I'm saying? So I pride myself on being somebody that people can talk to, somebody that people can relate to, somebody that people can, you know, just tell their ideas to because I'm not judgmental. I'm not. One reason why I'm not judgmental is because there's we've all been in situations where we said we would never do it and the circumstances and the situation came down to it and we did do it. So. I can't judge nobody for anything that they've done in their life or what they have to go through in their life because there's been a lot of shit that I'm not proud of. There's been a lot of shit that I wish didn't happen, but it did. And that's all a part of being a human, like taking your wins and your losses and running with them because that's life. Life is never going to be easy. Life is never going to be, like, perfect. Life is going to be hard. Life is going to have its ups and downs, and I think mentality is really important but at the same time it's hard to always keep positive mentality and I think that's my point that I'm getting at I've been talking a lot but I think that's the point that I'm getting at I always try to be the one that people can go to for advice and it's just like what can I do with this what do I do about this situation and I give great advice it's the matter of listening to my own advice back that I fucking struggle with very hard because Okay, let's just talk about everything that I've learned about myself in the past three days, okay? First of all, I've conditioned myself to apologize when I am talking about how I feel or when I am expressing myself. Like last night, for example, one of my best friends is a Taurus as well. I think I click really well with Taurus women because I have two best friends who are Taurus women. We often always know when each other's energy is off or we always know when we need to talk about something. And I'm so appreciative for being a Taurus and just having Taurus best friends because they get me. We get each other. Like, Taurus women are so grounded and so helpful and so loving. It's like, not even gonna be biased, but that's, I'm happy that I'm that sign because I don't think any other sign would fit me, really. Like, I could never imagine being like a fucking Pisces or something like that. No. That's what I was talking about last night. was venting to her about how I felt and I'm one of those people where I can't talk about something unless I'm really really ready because I am a crier so if I think about something or something makes me sad I'm instantly going to cry because that's how I let my emotions out that's how I release that shit really and I remember I sent her this long paragraph last night and I'm just crying 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 while I'm typing it and it's just like damn and I remember after I sent her my long paragraph or whatever, I said I'm so sorry that that was so long. I'm so sorry that I'm like spilling all of this onto you. And she checks me every time because she's like, why are you saying so- why do you say sorry every time that you express yourself or when you feel like you have to get things off your chest. And I it made me wonder because it's like, why do I do that? I think I do that because I've adopted the strong girl persona so when I show emotion or when I tell people how I feel in lengthy ways it makes me feel like damn that's not very strong of me or damn that's not very like put together of me and oftentimes I think this is why I keep a lot of my emotions to myself in general because oftentimes I will vent to somebody I will tell them everything that I feel whatever Afterwards, I'll feel like, damn, I should have kept that to myself because realistically, venting doesn't always make me feel better. Well, it depends who I'm venting to, really, because if I'm venting to, you know, my girlfriends, cool, they're going to give me what I, you know, what I need to hear and they're going to give me that tough love, whatever. But after a while, like you can only get advice to a certain extent because somebody could tell you what to do all you want. But it's a matter of you taking that advice into action and actually wanting to do that for yourself. They could tell you whatever. They could be there to listen to you all day. Whatever your problem is, is your problem. That's why whenever I vent, I think I vent sometimes when I like really can't take it anymore and when like my thoughts are just like all over the place. Because I'm also one of those people who, when I feel something, I have to say something. But I think last year kind of made me recant that mentality because it's just like, you can tell somebody how you feel all you want. You can express yourself all you want. But if they're not hearing you, they're not hearing you. We always think communication is key. It's really comprehension. Because if you're communicating to somebody and they're not comprehending and understanding what you're saying, what are you communicating for? Realistically, so I think I often go through that struggle of like, okay, should I say something? Should I keep this to myself? When before it was like, okay, yeah, I'm always going to say something. I also have learned that sometimes saying something is not what's best. Sometimes packing your shit up and putting all those emotions on yourself and keeping it pushing is the best closure. I used to be one of those strong believers that I need closure. I need I need to talk to him one more time. I need to talk to her one more time so we can figure out the problem and just leave each other alone no not all the time you need closure we often think we need closure because we have a connection with this person or we have emotional ties to the situation so when it ends it's like no i gotta talk to you one more time no we gotta talk one more time let's figure it out let's talk one more no you don't have to do that if a situation or a relationship is unhealthy leave that shit where it's at because essentially you can give yourself closure after you take a moment of stillness and a moment of solitude, think about the situation, think about what you've been through, think about your relationship with that person. If it's another person, I don't know. But think about how you feel and use that as your own closure. Give yourself that self-motivation like, you know what, this situation or this person is on my mind heavy and I'm, I'm upset by it, but at the same time, I can't allow them to continue to be in my life if they're not going to serve a purpose. You can't allow people to continuously waste your time and be in your circle or in your space where your energy is at if they're not going to serve a purpose. I think we often hold on to people and hold on to situations because it's hard letting go. Letting go is extremely hard. That's also one of the things that I've learned about myself. Letting go for me is so hard. I will try and try and try and try again with a person or with a situation until I literally hate you. Like Literally. I end up hating you because it's like I've done everything to understand you. I will give people so many chances. Okay, communicate with me. Tell me why you act the way you act. Because when I, when, I, when I fuck with somebody or when somebody is somebody that I care about, tell me why you act the way you act. Tell me what goes on in your head. Tell me, like, I want to know everything about you and who you are from head to toe. When situations don't work, I get so angry because it's like I tried and I tried and I tried and I tried and I tried again and it didn't work. But sometimes situations just don't work and they're not meant to work no matter how hard you try, no matter how to, no matter how difficult it may be to let it go. Sometimes you got to just let shit go. Yes, you're going to be sad. Yes, you're going to cry. I think I think another reason why we hold on to certain situations is because we don't want to deal with the pain that's going to come behind it. Like, you already know when you break up with somebody, you're going to be sad. You already know, like, when when shit doesn't work out, it sucks. Especially when you really, really wanted it to, right? But if shit is not meant to work out, shit is not meant to work out. That's the reality of it. And as hard as it is for us to, you know do the crying, do the breakups. do It's so worth it in the end because once you finally get over those emotions and like you don't feel what you once felt for that situation or that person, you look back and you're like, damn, like that shit was rough, but it was worth it because now I'm in a place where I don't care. Now I'm at a place where it's just like it's easier. I'm not heartbroken, just so we know. Okay, I'm not heartbroken. I don't know where I got, how I got on this topic or what happened to me but real shit real talk that's it sometimes i believe in right person wrong time whether it be a friend a relationship business opportunity whatever there is a such thing as right person wrong time or right situation just wrong time timing is everything if the timing is not right for something it's going to fall through. You can't rush success. You can't rush relationships. You can't rush love. You can't do none of that. I've realized in my life that everything has to work when it's supposed to work. We never know when it's supposed to work. It just works. And if it doesn't work, we're often left devastated and just kind of fucks with our, our emotions. But that's all a part of life. I think wh- why I'm like on this topic is because, like I said, like I've been trying to my goal for 2022 was to leave everything that didn't serve me and to leave everything that made me feel bad or didn't brought me stress in 2021. But that you don't automatically wake up on New Year's Day and it's like, oh, I'm a new bitch. Oh, I don't give a fuck about that shit. Oh, I don't, no, you don't wake up like that. It doesn't happen. It's not realistic. Realistically, I was doing the work to build that mindset because I already knew but sometimes you got to do more work than you think you do and sometimes when you feel like oh i'm done okay i did all the work something triggers you to where you realize okay maybe i could have done a little more work or maybe i need to do a little bit more work you know what i'm saying i think we often always feel like we're in a good space and we feel good like in our in our in our body and in our mind And then something happens to trigger us and trigger past emotions and past feelings. And it's like, damn, was I really completely healed from that? I don't think so. And that's okay. Sometimes, like, we think healing is like a -a once-in-a-lifetime thing. No, healing happens your entire existence. And I think it's okay to have to go back to day one of your healing. You'll wake up and you'll feel like, okay, I'm over that. You know what? I'm letting that go. Then something will happen and it'll trigger emotions that you thought you let go of but you didn't and you're back at day one that's okay you cannot rush your process of who you are as a person and how you handle things I think that's also I talked about this on previous episodes but everybody else everybody in the world is at different stages of healing we all go through different things and we all handle things differently so we have to be understanding of each other and understanding of the things that we go through and understanding of you know what I'm at a different place in my life. I'm healed, I'm happy, I'm good. They may not be. Moral of the story is, bro, let whatever makes you sad, whatever brings you stress, let that shit go. Because I know what it's like to be a person that is always everybody else's person. My friends could call me right now like, yo, I need advice on this. Yo, I want to talk about this. Yo, like, can you do this for me? I'm going to always jump for it because those are the people that I fuck with but I could literally count on probably two fingers who I could call for my person. Like, yo, I need this, or yo, can you help me with this? That's crazy when it's two versus damn near a slew of people who could look at me like that person. That shit makes me sad sometimes. I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of sad right now talking about it because like, when you're an independent alpha female, alpha female just means like, you're dominant. You're, I don't want to, I, I probably shouldn't have said dominant. Dominant is a strong word. But actually, that fits. You're a woman who doesn't need anybody else to get your shit moving for you. You do your shit yourself. I, this is, truthfully, this is my world. This is the Ajayla show. Literally. Like, literally. But no, like, literally. Everybody else is just living in your world. You have the ability to remove and add anybody to your world. And I think what I've been realizing, or this is just how I've been feeling, not what I've been realizing, I feel I'm loving, I love to love people, I love to be gentle, I love to give people good vibes I love to I love to be caring, I love that, but on the same token of that, there's a jay that's very cold-hearted, very distant, very mean, very malicious, and that was the person that. Was my primary person a lot of my life. There wasn't this. There wasn't always this positive, happy Jay. She wasn't always around. I had to do a lot of work to find her and to build her. The evil, cold-hearted Jay was who I was for a while, and I hated it because that wasn't who I am. That's not how I want to go my go out, go through my life living. I want to be the person that comes into people's lives and brings happiness and brings peace and makes me makes people feel comfortable. But I'm starting to feel like there's certain people that take that shit for granted. And people only hear you when you're mean. People only hear you when you are a bitch. People only hear you when you bring that nice shit down. And I hate that. Because I don't want to be mean. I don't want to be that person. Because that bitch, once I flip that switch for her, she is lethal. Like, she, her mouth is crazy, okay? Both of their mouths is crazy. Let me just... But her mouth is crazy. She don't give a fuck about nothing and I feel like that's why I give people chance after chance after chance to prove to me that you have you're worthy of a spot in my life because once I bring out the J that doesn't care, it's over. There's no going back. Like once I flip that switch, I can't flip that shit back on. It frustrates me when I am like not getting the same energy that I'm that I give to people it frustrates me because it's like damn like I hate to have to make you feel like I don't give a fuck because it's very well possible but it's hard for me to officially deem like you know what fuck that fuck him I'm not gonna do this I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be nice no more it's hard for me to really make that decision because like I said that bothers me that fucks with my energy being negative being mean but sometimes these motherfuckers deserve that And that'd be the saddest part about it. Like, not everybody deserves your nice, genuine, real vibe. Not everybody can match that. Not everybody can. I also want to talk about the importance of being consistent. Not only in like your relationships with people, not only in your business, like your work environment. Being consistent as a person overall is very important. That means if you're going to show love, show love all the time. If you're going to show support, show support all the time. That's, I live by that. If I'm supporting you once, I'm going to support you forever. Unless you prove to me that I don't, that you don't deserve that support. Which a lot of people have done. But, I mean, it is what it is. Like, I think... I think when I started this business, when I started this business, I automatically thought like, oh, everybody's going to love this. Everybody's going to support this because I support everybody. I don't care whether you got music. I don't care whether you make clothes. I don't care what you do. I support it because I know what it's like to have a dream and have people not support your dream. So everybody's dream, I'm pushing that shit to no limits. No herbo, <laughs> But... When I started this, I realized not everybody thinks like that. Just because you support somebody doesn't mean that their support is automatically going to come back tenfold. It doesn't work like that. Sometimes people really don't give a fuck what the fuck you got going on. Sometimes people don't really care. Oh, she supported me, but it's whatever. That shit hurts. I think when I, my first month of being a podcaster, that was the biggest thing that hurt me to no end. Like, just having to, watch everybody you know when you like have you know what oh okay let me get my words together let me get my shit together you know when like you see your friends going so hard for other people and then when it comes to your shit it's just crickets that's that shit hurts that shit hurts so bad because when you put in all the time and all the effort to build something like this podcast for example I did this shit myself I don't have nobody editing my videos for me. I don't have nobody helping me with my, with nothing. I do it all on my own. So when it's, when that shit is overlooked by people that you thought fucked with you, it just makes you look at everybody so differently. And it it could really put you in a negative headspace. And it did for a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. When I first dropped my, my show, I was looking at mad people different. Cause it was like, damn, like I can't even get like a repost. I can't even get like a like shit. What the fuck? but whatever that's why being what, what am i like four months into this podcasting shit that's why i don't hate on nobody i don't knock nobody's hustle i don't care if you work at wendy's i don't care if you're a doctor i don't give a fuck as long as you're getting your money and chasing your dreams you do that because at the end of the day whoever doesn't fuck with you now when you pop and when you blow up they don't want to fuck with you i'm telling you that right now that's why it's important to be consistent Who gives a fuck what people got to say? Who gives a fuck who doesn't fuck with your shit? Who cares? It's not about them. It's about you. But being consistent in everything you do, rain or shine. And I mean, when I say rain or shine, I mean literally and figuratively. Rain or shine meaning you could be sick. You could be sad. You could be heartbroken. You could be whatever emotion you feel. At the end of the day, if you have a business and a dream that you want to pursue, continuously be consistent. There'll be times where I'm sick as a dog. Right now, I don't really feel that well. But I'm still down here recording my shit. I'm still down here making new content. I'm still down here pursuing my dream. Because at the end of the day, when you lack, when you like fall off a little bit, you never know. That could be the moment that you pop. That could be the moment that people come across your shit and it's like, oh, where, where'd she go? She fell off. What happened? I post episodes every single Friday religiously. Except on the off season. And... I make sure my off-season lasts about two weeks because at the end of the day, every season, I want to come better and better and better. And I want to, my mentality has to be amazing every single season. So I give myself that time off because I got, first of all, I have a lot of shit going on. I work. I'm in school. I have a podcast. I have a lot of shit going on. So that two weeks kind of gives me a, a second to just breathe. And honestly, I can make, honestly, the two weeks that I give myself is the most like I make the most content in those two weeks. I make the most out of those two weeks because I have the time to. I'm not. People are not waiting for me to upload anything. You know what I'm saying? So I know some some people are like fuck. I hate that two weeks. I hate when I have to you know not have any episodes from you. I know y'all. I get it. Y'all want to see me every week. Y'all don't ever want to take any breaks from me. I wouldn't either. Hello, have you seen me? But anyway. It's important. It's important to take a break from your dream and just, you know what? Let me, let me cool out for a little bit. Let me chill out. Let me get my mind right. Let me get myself mentally prepared for the next season. And that's why I do the breaks that I do. So I think what I'm going to do for this season is I usually make my seasons 11 episodes. This season I'm going to do 12 just for the simple fact that on January thirteenth is gonna be just Jay's five month anniversary. And I wanna make an episode about that. I wanna talk about that. I wanna, you know. I wanna connect with y'all on that day. Just so that I it gives me the, just that much more motivation to keep this shit going. You know what I'm saying? So my episodes are usually my seasons are usually eleven episodes. This season will be twelve. Um and then after that, I'm going to do my two-week break and my shit together, come back better than ever. Because r- truthfully, after season one, when I gave myself that time, I recorded like four episodes in that two weeks. I was Gucci. The beginning of this season was already pre-planned and pre-recorded all that. It was amazing. It felt good, you know, not have to, having to have that pressure of like, okay, I got to get these episodes out. Now nah, I'm chilling, you know what I'm saying? Like, giving yourself that break and that time to get your headspace together is Im- very important. And I don't, like... I don't regret that because there are podcasters who, you know, they go all the way through. They drop episodes consistently. Some podcasters have like 37 episodes in their season. I'm not knocking you. That's how you want to do your business. That's how you want to do your business. I physically cannot do that. I physically cannot keep this shit running all year long consistently. I would burn out. And I don't want to burn out on my dream. I don't. That's not what I want. And, yeah. But, Like I was saying, rain or shine, like, you got to get up and you got to do it. You got to get up and you got to keep pushing. You got to get up and you got to, you know what? Okay, I don't feel all that well today. I don't feel like doing this today, but I have to do it because there's people. People remember consistency. People remember who's consistent and who's serious about their craft and who's serious about the work that they put out. I saw a tweet. um, Poor Minds is like a really, really popular podcast show, and it's of two best friends, and they just talk about everything. It's mad funny, mad fire they are one of my podcast inspirations to want to keep this shit going because they're so cool. They I saw a tweet a couple of days ago and it was like some girl was giving them their flowers pretty much and was just like they've posted consistently every single week and I look forward to it. People remember your consistency. I have so many people that hit me like, yo, I can't wait for this week's episode. I can't wait for this week's episode. And that shit will make you want to keep going because people remember your work. People remember who puts in the work to chase their dreams. And I want to be that girl that people remember like, yo, she was going hard at that shit. Like, she, she was talking about some real shit. She really, really, really was doing her thing. That's what I want. That's how I want to be remembered. And I feel like consistently consistency... Brings opportunities because when people constantly see you posting, when people constantly see you putting in work for your dream, they notice you. And that's when the opportunities come. You miss opportunities when you're not consistent in every not even just business related in every aspect of life. You miss opportunities when you're not consistent. I don't even know like how to explain that phrase, but you miss opportunities when you are not consistent. Because who's to say Somebody goes on my Instagram right now, right? Let's say I ain't post no, no episodes, no nothing in like two months. Somebody that could very well bring me a great opportunity finds my page. And they're looking at my shit like, damn, where's she been for two months? What happened? She had a good momentum going. What happened to her? That makes me look bad. That ruins my chance of that opportunity. Because then they probably looking at like, oh, she ain't serious no more. She, she gave it up. On to the next one. Taking money out of my pocket, ruining my bag because I'm not consistent. That's how I think about it. That makes sense to me. So I'm to damn sure continue this dream for as long as I can because consistency is key. I'm about to be three seasons in. That shows the growth already. That's like 30 episodes. I don't even know how, like, the number exactly, but that's like 30 episodes of me straight talking. And I remember one of my family members was like, yo, it's hard doing that with no co host this is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life because when I first started this, I had topics, topics on topics on topics to talk about. Like I was constantly rolling in. it was shit that I, it was topics that I fucked with. It was topics that I, that I knew. So it was easy for me to talk about them. As you be two or three seasons in, you run out of shit to talk about. You run out of like momentum to even want to keep it going because it's like, damn, what am I going to talk about? I don't have nobody to feed ideas off. I don't have nobody to bounce my conversations off of. It's just me doing this by myself is very very hard. But I'm proud of myself because I'm doing this shit. That's it. I'm doing it. Like I'm do- I'm literally doing it. And season three, I'm gonna make sure that I don't ever run out of shit to talk about. I'm not gonna lie to you. This episode right now, I have I had no topic. I've just been talking for the past thirty five minutes and. Y'all going to fuck with it, y'all going to fuck with it. The girls that get it, get it. And the ones that don't, don't. But I'm happy. Although, you know, we all go through things that, like, we have to go through internally. My business life, my school life is prospering. Slowly but surely. You know, we all wish that we could just blow up and have like somebody really, really important see our shit and we we get rich overnight. That slow progression is the best. That slow like building your life and your dreams up is the best. Don't give up on that shit. Don't ever give up on your dreams because they're not fucking with you enough or you're not doing enough numbers. The numbers are gonna come. The money's always gonna come. Make sure you are the person that you would want to be cool with you gotta look in the mirror and be like damn I would date you sis or damn I would be your friend sis if you wouldn't be friends with yourself and you wouldn't date yourself baby you're doing something wrong there was a video of Nipsey Hussle and he was like you gotta know yourself before you can do anything you gotta know yourself before you can record a song you gotta know yourself before you can have an opinion on anything cause if you don't know yourself what are you really talking about and that's the realest shit ever Use 2022 to know yourself and expand on your dreams because that's what I'm going to do. Anyways, thank y'all for listening to this week's episode. Like I said, we will be pushing this season to 11. I'm no. We will be pushing this season to 12 episodes. So my last episode will air January 14th. And then after that, I'll be going on a two-week break because I do start John Jay at, I start John Jay on the 28th of January so I don't really want to be having to record and all that shit so my two-week break will be from the 15th of January to the 20 to the 29th of January and then that following Friday I will be dropping my first episode of season three we're three seasons in oh my god oh my god I never thought I'd be recording like video live content ever because I was always like nah I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do it. But look at... Bitch. That's me. This is my shit. I'm so proud of myself. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for watching. Stay tuned for more. Season three, I probably will be doing this consecutively all the time. This was just a one-time thing for this season. And it was just something to get my foot in the door and, you know, get my feet wet a little bit. So video and audio of this episode will be dropping Friday, January 7th.